0: This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today I would like to continue with the music of Weatherport, specifically the music from their very first record from 1971 entitled Weather Report. I would like to start the show with um, a Joe Zawinul composition, originally written in 1967. It's called Orange Lady. It's typical of many of the Weather Report recordings. It has this kind of floating and dreamlike quality, and texture is constantly shifting and changing. This is a wonderful piece of music, and there is a certain childlike quality in this composition. It starts with keyboard and then Wayne Shorter comes in on soprano saxophone and Miroslav Vitous is doubling the melody on a bowed bass. Very interesting composition, Orange Lady. Now, on this particular record, they did not completely abandon what we call straight-ahead swing. All the musicians in the group were capable of playing traditional hard bop or bebop-based music um, with a ride cymbal and a hi-hat in, in the traditional jazz manner. But even when they did play music that sounded somewhat traditional in the jazz swing style, the songs were not traditional. The one piece on the record that does feature, you know, ride cymbal, hi-hat from the drummer. And improvisation is a piece called Eurydice. It's a very interesting piece. It's very free. It's not highly structured, but it does swing. This is from the first record. This is Eurydice. Their second album was entitled I Sing the Body Electric was recorded in 1970 one and then early 1972. It's a very interesting record. The first Side A, you have to remember, these are albums, they're not CDs, so we have Side A and Side B. Side A was all recorded in the studio, and Side B was edited versions from a live concert in Tokyo. The group underwent some changes in personnel. Alphonse Mouzon was replaced by another very fine young drummer by the name of Eric Gravat. And on this particular record, they also um, supplemented the group with woodwinds and guitar and voices. I uh, had a couple of vocalists on it. Zawinul is, is really a texturalist at this point. When he was with um, Cannibal Adderley, he's, he's kind of a groovemeister, kind of swinging along. But this music is, is much more textural and is much more free in conception. The album opens on side A with a piece entitled Unknown Soldier, written by Joe Zawinul. Many people always thought this was kind of an anti-war piece, and it wasn't so much that as his impressions of growing up in Vienna during the Second World War. He was Joe Zawinow, was from Vienna, and he emigrated to the United States by 1958 or 59. And this is his impression of uh, late um, World War II, uh, probably November, I think he described it. 1944 and finding some deceased soldiers and then just his emotional response coming in form of this musical piece that he wrote called Unknown Soldier. It is a fascinating piece of music and you can hear a lot of different things. You can hear soldiers marching, you can hear the voices. It's a very haunting piece. Amazing texture. Um, Also, this is the first record when he starts to use a synthesizer, an instrument called an ARP 2600, which by today's standards is a dinosaur. But in the early 70s, this was a groundbreaking technology. This is Unknown Soldier. When I sing The Body Electric, the songs seem to have more structure. And the first album, they're very loose with a lot of collective improvisation, where melodies and accompaniments are coming from all different directions. This record has more structure, and I, I believe that they intentionally focus the record this way. Zawanul wrote Probably the majority of the compositions, and really was the visionary in the group. Although Wayne Shorter was a, has great musical vision, and from what I understand, he was comfortable with letting will kind of dictate most of the, the direction of the group. This piece we just listened to is, is an amazing composition, and it really shows Zawanul's kind of an orchestral texture. Even though it's not a traditional orchestra with strings, it's very orchestral in conception, and the way he puts this massive piece of music together is, is really a wonderful piece. The next piece we'd like to play is a piece called The Moors, which is uh, written by Wayne Shorter, and it features this wonderfully talented young guitarist at the time. His name is Ralph Towner, who plays a 12-string guitar. This is very interesting. It starts with a guitar solo, unaccompanied uh, solo at the beginning, then it moves into the actual composition. There's a very interesting story about this piece. Apparently Ralph Towner, who's a very talented guitarist, came into the studio, was very nervous about playing this very intricate introduction. And what they did was they said, okay, Ralph, uh, why don't you just rehearse it once or twice, and then we'll do it. Unbeknownst to Ralph, they were recording his uh, practicing and his way he was rehearsing the piece. And so he rehearsed it, and it was perfect. And Ralph said, okay, I'm ready to record it now. And Zawinul comes into the studio and says, okay, you're finished. We just recorded it. It was kind of a little bit of trickery on Zawinul's part. But check out The Moors. It's interesting that each one of these compositions has a very important story behind it. Um, They're almost like musical portraits or paintings. Um, I keep referring to that because the structural format of these songs is very different from jazz that you heard in the 50s and 60s. This next piece we're going to listen to is called The Second Sunday in August, where Zawanul is trying to recreate the sounds of a fall festival where people are bringing fruits and vegetables and they're having a good time. This is a very interesting composition, and it's really the trademark weather report sound. It's big sound with layering of lots of different kinds of instruments and a very thick texture. So let's listen to Second Sunday. In the early 1970s, Weather Report performed sporadically in the United States. Most of their performing was done in Europe, and they did a a very famous tour of Japan in early 1972, and they did one concert at at a very famous concert hall in Tokyo, and it was recorded. In fact, it was released a few years ago with the entire live concert. But on I Sing the Body Electric, on side B, they edited down a number of the the tracks so this side is is, these are live recordings as opposed to studio recordings I was fortunate enough in the mid-1970s to hear the band perform live and you would think with all the not studio trickery but all the the kind of the layering and all the overdubbing that, how could they possibly perform this music live? Well, it was one of the most amazing concerts I'd ever witnessed in my life, and I'm sure most musicians out there have been to a certain concert that was really just so amazing that you can remember almost every aspect of it. It was easier for them to capture the energy and the spontaneity and the texture and the wonderful melodies in a live performance. So we're going to start with um, a piece called Vertical Invader and this was from a live performance. This is uh, spectacular. Even in live performance, the energy is amazing. That track we just listened to was actually a medley of um, pieces that was edited and tied together for this particular record. Again, if you buy the um, live at Tokyo, has the the unedited complete versions. Percussion was a very important part of the texture and the sound of Weather Report. Often they would use one or two percussionists in the studio, sometimes up to three percussionists, to create this interesting texture of rhythm. We're going to close out today's show with another Joe Zawinul composition entitled Directions. Um, this was a piece that was recorded also by Miles Davis. In fact, was his concert opener for many years. And this is the live version Recorded by Weather Report, live in Tokyo, Directions. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com jazz insights is produced by wmlb am 1690 the voice of the arts in atlanta georgia